Yo, welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. My name is Sean, if you've forgotten, but that's not the only name that I've gone by today. And I'll explain that a little bit later, but first, as always, how was your Sunday? What did you do today? Did you get a, Did you get plenty of sleep? I've been napping a lot these past couple days, and it's felt pretty damn good. Going through my day, I don't really feel too much of a difference uh, between my normal level of grogginess and now. But waking up after sleeping for a while, waking up after napping, doing something for an hour, and then going back to get a full night's sleep, that feels pretty good. It does suck because I've been waking up at 4 and 5 a.m. now as a result. But after laying there for uh, like 30 minutes, I'll pass out and then just go back to sleep. And it's not too bad. I'd prefer that to not getting near enough sleep. So I think I'm going to keep trying to go to bed early, though, as I'm saying that. I won't finish this until 10, probably won't hit the bed until 10.30. So we'll see how that goes. But how was your Sunday? I hope you're getting enough sleep. That's important shit. Um, mine was pretty, pretty fucking jam-packed. I didn't expect it to be. Uh, yesterday was Aiden's birthday. Happy birthday to him. I told him that yesterday and today. So, um, and the day before was his mom's birthday. He said something like his mom was the April fool and, uh, he's the punchline or some shit like that. I thought it was pretty funny. He thought it was pretty cringy, but whatever, whatever. I'm putting it out there now. Sorry. (laughs) Um, but the, uh, their birthdays are right after each other. So today was the, their cookout and Aid invited me. He said it was at noon. I thought that was super early. Whenever I hear cookout, I think like late night, there's, you know, it's dark with the fires lighting stuff up, but nah, apparently that's a normal thing. So I showed up at noon. I finally got to give him his present that I talked about a while back. I got him the negative suit, Spider-Man or whatever. It's like Spider-Man with a black and white suit. looks pretty badass. He seemed pretty happy about it. So I'm glad about that. Like I said, we had, um, we literally been talking about that at work the other day or the the day before or whatever, I'd asked him, what's your favorite superhero? He said, Spider-Man. And I said, that's pretty damn basic, to be honest, but whatever, to each their own. And then he told me his favorite, like, variant of Spider-Man, which was that suit. Or if not that suit, then a suit pretty close looking to it. So pretty glad I got that. That was cool. And then um, after I gave that to him, we went inside because I was kind of thirsty. You know me, I smoked before I went over, which turned out to be a good thing because as soon as I sat down I set my keys down on the table and this this little short chunky kid who was next to me immediately looks over starts grabbing my keys can I look at it can I look at it and if I was not high I would have maybe been a little you know crabby no no, mm, grabbed him or whatever I was like yeah well yeah go ahead man you see all might you see that because the kid had a naruto shirt on so i was like pointing shit out he might know and he's like yeah i have a i have a backpack with him on it and then i I have cell on there too those were the only ones they'd recognize and then uh pikachu and then um wolverine too and then we talked about all that and then I think it was his brother. I'm not sure because this kid was short and chunky. The other kid was tall and slender. I guess that's how they come in pairs. <laughs> I don't know, but I think they were, they were brothers. The, the other kid had a Naruto shirt on, too, so we started talking about that. I asked how far he was. He hasn't finished it yet. I told him he needed to. Uh, that's, that's where the good stuff is. <clears throat> and then um, I, went in, I went inside to get, uh, to get a drink with Aiden, like I said. And his mom said, y'all can get a drink if you want to. Aiden said, a drink or a drink? She said, a drink. 
I was like, okay, I, I'll gladly accept that invite. So um, Aiden gets out this big bottle, which I had seen him. Po- he posted it on Snapchat yesterday. He got it for his birthday or whatever. It was a Jim Beam Black, which he recommended to me, and I've been drinking a little bit. I thought he got just a normal 750 bottle like I did because of perspective. But when he set this motherfucker on the counter, man, this had to be like a two-liter bottle or some shit because it was huge. If someone hit you over the head with this motherfucker, you would die. There is no question. So he set that on the counter, and he said, I don't know how stiff you like your drinks, man. Go ahead and have as much as you want. I'm not drinking any because apparently he drank too much uh, yesterday and threw up, which sucks. So I don't blame him for uh, passing today. But I said, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for the blessing. And I helped myself, which helped a lot because I got back to the table and as soon as I sat down, that kid came back. What are your favorite? Who's your favorite character in Naruto? Top five. And I said, five, man, that's a whole lot. He said, okay, three, but not more than five. I was like, okay, okay. And then, and then I thought through it for a second and got, I think I said Itachi, Kakashi, uh, Shikamaru. I wanted to say, um, Ashura, or no, no, I wanted to say Hagoromo, like the uh, the older brother dude from way down the line, but he wasn't there yet, so I couldn't. So I said Jiraiya, and then like uh, Mike guy. <clears throat> so that was my top five. Go ahead and put it down on the record. And uh, I just sat there and shot the shit with them. Colin came over. That was cool to see him outside of work. And uh, I got to say hi to his mom, Aiden's mom and dad. Always nice to see them. And um, while I was pouring my drink, Aiden, or Aiden's dad's mom was giving me shit. She was like, man, you pouring that much? Are you driving home? And I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to be eating, you know, trying to, you know, say whatever I can. I'm going to be eating, you know, I'm going to be here for a while. And hey, worst comes to worst, I can pass out on the couch. And just as I said that, Aiden came down the hallway saying, hey, he, he's family, man. If he needs to, he can sleep on the couch. I said, see, see? And his dad was saying the same thing. Yeah, man, Sean's a honorary family or some shit like that. He can, he's cool. He can do whatever he wants, mom. Something like that. But uh, she came up to me later. She's like, I just gotta give these kids shit, you know. I said, Yeah, it's probably for the best. Some of these kids sure do need it. And um, I went back outside, and then, all right, Aiden, one of Aiden's grandma, grandmas came, and this is one that he commonly refers to as dementia grandma all right that that's that's about as much context as you need for that she got there i was already sitting down and she she sat down and introduced herself not as dementia grandma she told me her name <laughs> that'd be pretty fucked up hi i'm De- i'm dementia grandma nice to meet you no not like that she says hi my name is uh I said hey i'm sean i'm sean i'm aiden's friend and then um a little bit later, Aiden told me the situation with her because I, I knew that I knew the concept of her. I knew that she was a person, but I didn't know that that was her. So once he matched it to her, I said, OK, I sat back down and um, about 15 minutes later, like he said she would. She asked me my name again and I said, hi, my name's Sean. She said, oh, OK, OK. I just got to ask these things a couple times. I said, hey, I'm the same way. Trust me. It's no big deal. And then um, I went inside to get fajitas or cake or something. And, oh, man, those fajitas were so good. Beef and chicken, both were so great. Aiden's dad is a 
badass cook or and his mom. I don't know how I don't know what the order of what was. They were both doing stuff and they both kicked ass, man. But um, when I came back out, I, I went in and I came back out. I looked at Aiden. He said, "Oh, hey, Kevin's back." And so I sat down, and for the rest of the night, we all, my name was Kevin. Everybody said, hey, Kevin, what's up, Kevin? Uh, and the whole joke was, Dementia Grandma forgot my name again, so they just, they told her that I was Kevin. And who the fuck am I to ruin that joke, you know? So I walked out there, I caught on real fucking quick. I was like, yep, mm-hmm, I'm back. She's like, oh, your name is Kevin? Yeah, I didn't tell you earlier. Stuff like that. And um, this was not the only thing that they pulled one over on her about. They also, um, Colin and Aiden, who are brothers, they kept trying to argue with her to, to over whose birthday it was, like who was supposed to be getting a money check for their birthday. Colin kept saying, no, Grandma, it's my birthday today. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, that short, chunky kid that I was talking about, he was pretty young. He had really long hair, like down to his chin at least. She mistook him for a girl, like to his face, and then while he was still there, she turned to me like he wasn't and said, I thought he was a she. <laughs> Just stupid shit like that. And then, um, oh, there was a good one. Uh, Aiden's girlfriend, Vic, was over, and um, they were sitting down. Me and Colin and Cooper, his uh, wife, had gone to smoke. And then when we came back, Aiden pulled me and Colin aside and he said, Hey, you see those kids running around? Um, they were, I think they were the neighbor's kids or something. He said, I convinced them that those are Vic's kids. <laughs> His fucking girlfriend, who's like 20, 19 or whatever, clearly doesn't have kids. So we left. We sat back down and a minute passed. I think the kids had gone home or whatever because they weren't really at, with us. They were just walking around or whatever. Aiden go, leans over and goes, Gabs, where are your kids at right now? She wasn't really wanting to play along with it. She goes, I don't know. So, you know, not putting any energy into it. And then I look over and Dementia Grandma is fully engrossed in this new storyline. She is like, you're kidding. What do you mean you don't know where your kids are right now? And me and Colin are looking at each other, just trying not to laugh our asses off, man. Just, ugh, it was funny as fuck. And then her husband came over, and Aiden introduced me as Sean, and I said, hey, like normal, and shook his hand. And then his, his grandma, dementia grandma, looked at me and asked, what was your name again? And I said, my name's Kevin. And then we just went with it, and then nothing even fucking changed. It didn't miss a beat. It's pretty fucking funny, man. By the end of the night, uh, Aiden's dad walked out and looked at me and said, Hey, how you doing, Kevin? <laughs> and then he looked over at Aiden and he said, You know, the only thing better than the name is if we could have actually got her to think it was him. Because apparently there's a nephew or something that I resemble or that I dress similarly to. And that's why Aiden brought the name uh, Kevin out from nowhere. But Man, that shit was funny. Even his mom was calling me Kevin, too. That's her mom that has dementia. That shit was fucking hilarious, dude. We were all in on that shit. So I didn't even feel bad by the end of it. Aiden's uncle said something like, Man, if I if I get like that, y'all need to just end it for me. Because I, I don't want y'all doing that shit to me, man. And I, I get it, but 
They're just having a little fun, you know, just having a little fun. I also got this. I saw a shit ton of dogs today, and they were all very nice. A couple of them were begging for food, but like I said, those fajitas were banging, so I do not blame them. Um, what else happened over there? Oh, I, I they put a bow in my hand while I was a little drunk, so I don't know how smart that is for, was uh, on their part. I didn't hit anybody, but the first arrow I shot didn't go anywhere near the fucking target. It flew into the backyard of the next person over, which apparently is their uncle, so that wasn't a big deal. But whenever we did go to get the arrow, Aiden was going to go get it. But, you know, it was my fuck-up. I felt responsible, so I wanted to go too. Aiden hopped the fence, and I hopped the fence. But, man, I hurt myself. And and it wasn't super evident. It wasn't like I fell over and, and crippled or whatever. But when I when I got back over on the other side of the fence, I felt my leg hurt pretty bad. Uh, not at the time, but I could feel like a dull aching. Hurts a little bit more now. Not not horrible, but at the time, I didn't feel that shit really at all. I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep going. Um, but I guess I banged my knee on something or whatever. It's more my shin than my knee, but uh, I could have swore I was going to hit that landing just like jumping any other fence, but I, I guess I did it. That's, that's a lesson learned through me. Don't jump fences with liquor in your system. You're... Um, sense of balance or your coordination or whatever is off. Uh, I don't think I ever did actually hit the target. <laughs> I, I shot a lot with, the, we each t- took turns trying to shoot a ball that was above the target. And Cooper said, if anybody shot it, she'd give him 20 bucks. None of us ever actually did shoot it. Uh, I, I don't think I even hit the target once. Aiden ended up ending the game for all of us. He shot the rope that was holding the ball and the target up, and it all just fell the fuck down. So we called an intermission and ate some more, I think. But, um, no, nah, it was really fun. It was a, a good time. I can't wait for the next one. That was a fun-ass, like, I've never been to a midday cookout. And it lasted all day, too. I was there from, like, noon till. 647 something like that and I wasn't bored the whole time just talking to people just um I got a lot of good comedy recommendations too that I need to check out because they were talking about George Carlin which I've never listened to him but I recognized his name as a big name in comedy so I you know said that I've been listening to a lot of Richard Pryor lately and they've told me a lot of names to look up but I I have them all saved in Spotify I'll definitely be listening to those during work that's how I've been killing time recently is uh, listening to old comedy stuff I've done watched all the Tom Segura and Dave Chappelle stuff on uh, Netflix and the Bill Burr. I'm going to, I think right now I'm watching um, James Acaster uh, Repertoire, which is my favorite, or at least it was back when I was using Netflix. It was my favorite comedy special that was on there. It's uh, three parts, and it's this one British dude who's super fucking funny and energetic and kind of creative in the way that he does his show. He makes this joke about loopholes in the first uh, the first special. And, well, I'm not even going to spoil it for you because I, I know how I could do that. So I'm just going to suggest that you watch it. James Acaster, Repertoire. It is my favorite uh, stand-up special. I've, I started watching that before I recorded this. And then um, I think I'm going to watch uh, Three Mics by, I think it's Neil Brennan later. I remember that one being pretty good. But I know that when you watch stuff at a younger age, you miss you tend to miss stuff. Or maybe it's not that, but when you come back to it later, you've experienced more, so there's more you can pick up on. Either way, I'm planning on watching it again. I'm going to get a drink of water real quick.
No, but all in all, I had a great day today, and I hope you did too. Um, I wasn't the only one drinking at that party, but I felt like I was one of the few, though I did keep it to myself. N- not that I didn't talk. I was social. I, I, I loved the feeling of, of being there and being social because I felt like I was queuing in on whatever whatever was going on. I was appropriately taking part in conversation, making a lot of jokes, making people laugh. I enjoyed that. That's my favorite thing to do when I'm around other people is make people laugh. I think I'm really good at that personally. I was making Cullen laugh, making his uh, <laughs> dementia grandma laugh, making Aiden's dad laugh, all that shit. I like that. Just um, having conversations and knowing what to say about stuff. It's really fun. And um, I feel like doing this every week definitely helps. Uh, just an hour of bullshitting to myself could definitely helps me uh, bounce off of other people and just be be a nice person. Because like I said, if I hadn't smoked and, and drank after that, I wouldn't have been as easygoing and like not really caring as much around everybody. But because I was, that helped me out a little bit to open up and be very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, courteous is the word that keeps coming to mind, but that's not what I'm thinking. It's like, um, not hospitable, charismatic, is that the word? Just like open, I guess, and, and funny and whatever. And, I, and I'm naturally kind of that, but the I'm not going to lie, the alcohol and the drugs do help a little bit to bring it out. But at that point, you got to watch it. Because if, if you go if you go too far, you say a little bit too much, then you're that guy. No one wants to be that guy at the party. So it's a fine balance, but um, I wasn't, like, fucking chugging or anything. Once I got to a cool place I wanted to be, I let my drink sit where it was for a little bit because I did not want to make a fool of myself. Just sat there, and at a certain point, it did get too loud, and I just went and sat on the porch and... Um, some of the kids were tossing a football around and riding their bikes and stuff. I just sat there and chilled and watched them for a bit. And then I heard Aiden and Cub talking shit about something. And so I went to see what they were, uh, trying to fool dementia grandma into thinking this time. So, and then, uh, it started all over again, but all in all, it was a great time. I always like hanging out with Aiden's family. And, and though I noticed that at the start of it, Aiden said something like, I'm sorry for what you're about to have to endure. And... I, I mean, I kind of think everybody feels that way about their own family, but usually other people don't feel that way about them. And and it goes back to like the um, if you're out with your siblings or and whatnot, and someone says, "Man, they're adorable," or "Aw, that's so sweet," or "Man, let me take let me take them home with me," something like that. It's, it's always you always think, yeah, but you wouldn't say that if you lived with them. So I think it's the same concept. It's just uh different application but no they were all very nice and uh, cool to talk to um trying to make sure i don't forget anything i haven't even looked at my notes yet i wrote all this down but uh let me look little keys taking my keys talking a shit ton glad i smoked there we go drink help too comedy rex dementia grandma jumping a fence oh yeah the short chubby kid asked if i was hurt when i got back on the other side of the fence he said you hit your leg right are you hurt i really tried to play it off nah nah not really (laughs) um yep that was it that was pretty fun this week i finally got work boots man and let me tell you if you work in like a shop or anything where you're dropping stuff or stepping on stuff you have a risk of that invest in some nice work boots because it is so worth just the peace of mind just knowing that i can walk around and not have to worry about 
Youch! Like like Tom from Tom and Jerry, you know, I don't have to worry about stepping on something and jumping three feet in the air. Um, also, being it, not wor- having to worry about crushing my toes if I drop something on them, or just knowing that if something's in my way, I can nine times out of ten just kick that motherfucker without hurting myself or getting anything in my shoes because I was wearing some old-ass vans that were torn and literally falling apart in some places. So this is so much nicer. Also, these shoes have a little bit of a heel on them, so I am a little bit taller. That's not too... I don't notice it too much until I go to lean on something that I normally lean on, and now I can sit on it. That's kind of cool. Um, Yeah, I got uh, I got these nice Timberland work boots, and uh, so far they are definitely worth it. They are hurting my feet, but I'm told that that's a normal thing, and it's going to happen for like the first couple weeks, but after that they should um, be broken in. I don't understand how that works. I'm not going to try to. I'll just listen. It's, it's my dad saying it. That's a pretty credible source most times. Um, I did have to spend a day alone with Johnny this week, and that was not very fun. Colin took Monday off. Uh, he said because of asthma or some shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, but... You better get down from there. Dave's climbing on stuff. Little dingus. Um, Dave's about to turn a year old, April 19th, by the way. I don't know if I'm supposed to do anything for that. I'll give him another, an extra hug, I guess. I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, I spent a day alone with Johnny and that kind of sucked because I, I, I can't really do too much by myself. I mean, I can take a job and then go run it by myself, but it was big stuff. So he needed someone else to help him. So I was basically stuck with him the whole day and, um, I wanted to listen to my podcast, but I kept having to pause it because that motherfucker would be talking. And normally, you know, you can just nod or go along or kind of just ignore what people are saying. But then at the, every now and then he'd be like, you know what I you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Then I'm like, fuck, what, what was this motherfucker just talking about? Yeah. Your kids. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Me too, man. You know, and that fucking sucked. But the next day he, um, threw me a banana in the morning i had barely eaten all i had was a banana and i was kind of hungry he tossed me a banana i said what was this he said oh, i already ate what'd you have i had a banana me too lewis was standing in the corner he's like hey what's up man i, I get he gave me a banana oh johnny just gave me a banana he had an extra one he said oh i had a banana too <laughs> so apparently we all just fucking eat bananas for breakfast that was something cool i found out and then um Man, the next day, I really got on Johnny's ass, man. Johnny had been pissing me off with these fucking, um, like I talked about last week, how he's always in the restroom. But I'm not just going to bring that up out of nowhere, right? That's not something you just drop on somebody. Why you take so many shits, man? That's not That's not how you start a good, co- a productive conversation. So, um, anyway, I was leaving for lunch, and I'm always right out the door, at 10.57. 10.56, my hand's on that doorknob. 10.57, the motherfucker's twisting, okay? But I saw that they were outside doing something, so that gave me a little leeway to walk out there around 10.55, 10.56 to quote-unquote see what they're doing. Really, I'm just getting closer to my car, but hey, this is what it is. So I walk up to him at 10.56. I said, what are y'all doing? Johnny came at me. He said, what does it look like we're doing? And I said, it looks like you're starting something a minute before lunchtime. And he said, we're working over here like I hadn't been all day. 
So I said, okay, well, you, you guys have fun working while I'm eating. And he said, yeah, how many lunches do you take a day, sir? And I looked at him and I said, about as many shits as you take. And then he he's, uh, <laughs> he looked at Colin, who was laughing, and I didn't want to laugh, but I kind of forced like a ha-ha-ha, you know, kind of laugh, and then turned my ass away and walked to my car. And I talked to Colin later, and apparently Johnny said some shit like, he's a smart ass, isn't he? And Colin looked at him and said, yeah, but he's got a point. So uh, that was pretty fucking funny. That was me getting in my fucking dig. It was great, too, because like I said, man, I wouldn't have just dropped that on him. But God damn it, he set himself up perfectly for that shit. Am I right? I mean, I just felt great. I could not wait to talk about that on the podcast, man. I couldn't wait to just talk about that with Colin later. That shit was fucking hilarious. Oh, my goodness. He, he the, the look on his face, man, he couldn't do anything but laugh along with it. <laughs> like, I'm sure he was mad, man, but damn. Uh, um, Thursday, one of my friends started, like I said last week, you know, he hit me up. Hey, man, I'm back in Mesquite. I'm just trying to get a hold of things again. I, I, w- I would like a job if, if your place is hiring. I'm like, all right, man, I, I, I related to that. Moving back from Dallas recently. So I was like, okay, I'll get you a job. He started Thursday. I'm not going to lie. We did not have a lot to do. We did like, we ran 20 drives, did a little bit of work, maybe like 45 minutes worth of work. And then until lunch, we were sweeping, cleaning up the shop. Everybody was. Even Colin was cleaning up the shop. We all leave for lunch. I get back and there's a text on my phone. He texted me, hey man, got busy uh, unloading some stuff. I'm not going to make it back. I didn't even respond to him. What am I going to say, bro? Um, actually, man, if you don't, it's not going to look good for you if you don't get back right here, right now. Like, that's not my fucking job, man. The only person whose employment I got to worry about is me. Okay, so I did my job. I did my part. And then uh, he didn't come back that afternoon and he didn't come back Friday either. So I'm guessing that uh, his uh, career at J-Mill was very short lived. Um, But it is what it is. You know, he wasn't cut out for it, I guess. To each their own. I got no judgment. If I if it was my first day and I just fucking swept the whole day, I'd be kind of bummed too. But I need a job, you know. I, I needed that shit. So here I am, still there, still working there. Um, I got home one day, and I, I don't know if I've spoken on this too much, but the neighbor behind us, one of them is fucking batshit crazy. Just yelling about stuff. Mom gave me the whole spiel one day. I got back. She she had been yelling about how she ha- she has mental problems. Why do you treat her like this? And, and stuff like that. Which, I'm not here to make light of mental problems. But if you're screaming in your backyard, man, you're going to get made the fuck fun of. Alright? So, that's how that works. And uh, it, But anyway, I got home from work and the gym and whatever. It was about 7 o'clock, starting to get dark. And our neighbor is in the back crying, like wailing. We can hear her just, (laughs) it sounded like that one meme that, I want you back. (laughs) You remember that shit that was a trend for a while? It sounded like that for real. And I got my speaker. I was like, man, I'm going to, I said to my parents, I'm going to, not, fuck, what did I say? I'm going to get my speaker played over this bitch or some shit. I didn't, I don't remember what I said. So I set it next to the window, and I said, uh, what, what should I play? What should I play? 
and my mom said, play, play something reassuring, play something positive. We were clearly on two different uh, mind states because I had already searched up in my liked songs. I'd already entered a keyword, and I said, nah, how about Cry Me a River, Justin Timberlake, Cry, 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 Johnny Cash. <laughs> it's like all this mean ass shit just to make fun of this bitch my mom was like don't do that you're mean <laughs> i didn't but damn did i want to if i was back at my apartment and it was one of my neighbors there i damn sure would have i promise i would have played the saddest shit i could have. <laughs> like some real movie um getting broken up with in the rain type shit i would have had playing oh it would have been great too oh she i hope that lady feels like a fool man i don't know should i hope that because i feel like that feeling is what drives us to do better feeling fucking stupid like when you when the first time you go to the gym and you walk around looking at all the machines not knowing what to do and then you see as your as your eyes are scanning the machines you hit one with someone on it who's fucking jacked just finished a set and looking at you like what the fuck man what are you looking at that 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 feeling is what drives you to want to be that guy to be that buff guy but then not look at people like that am i right so maybe yeah i do want her to feel fucking judged and bad not not so bad that anything happens but bad enough to make a change right because that's what that's what makes me want to make a change is feeling bad about myself anyway (laughs) the that shit with johnny right and um, something else today made me made me realize that I'm kind of always preparing myself or prepared to be roasted. Uh, earlier today, it was pretty nice out. The sun's been shining. It's been pretty warm lately. Mother Texas has been, has been being very good to us. So I decided I'm pale, I'm pasty, I'm white. I'm going to go outside and get some sun. What, and uh, what's the only activity where I'm just sitting there for 20 15 minutes on end smoking so i packed myself a bowl grabbed my bong i had just cleaned it out earlier and man let me tell you freshly clean bong that shit is nice i would not i would not put that over a lot of things i'd take that over a cold beer any day of the week uh, with some ice in that bitch too cold water man anyway I, I packed up a bowl and went into the backyard and sat down i, I positioned this little bench in front of the sun where it hit me and um, I turned my music on, and I was chilling. And the neighbors were in the backyard doing their thing, and they didn't say anything to me the whole time I was out there, which, you know, cool. We both minded our own business. But I was fucking ready for them to, especially that bitch that was crying. I don't know what any of them look like, okay? But if I heard a voice in my direction you know, saying whatever, I-, I was ready to get back at them, you know? I was sitting out there with my shirt off, right? So I was ready to hear, like, Put a shirt on, some shit like that. I was gonna say like, bitch, why don't you lift your shirt up? Let's see, let's see if we got a baker's dozen of jelly rolls under that bitch or some shit like that. I don't know. I would have came up with something on the spot. Now that I'm saying that out loud, I realize saying, hey, bitch, lift your shirt up. That that's not a great way to start. Not a great way to start that shit. So, that this is this is what's good about um workshopping. You can work it out, change that first part a little bit, but. The jelly rolls thing, I think that's some solid ground to build on, right? Calling pe- making people feel inadequate. Hey, I'm skinny as shit, man. You can't you can't call me fat. Hell no. Or um 
I don't know, say something about her crying. I know that crybaby ass bitch ain't saying shit to me right now. Something like that, right? Just to get my point across. That's my thing, man. Nobody's going to fucking... Nah, I'm not putting up with the bullshit. Not not quietly, at least. You're going to hear about it. <sighs> um, like I said earlier, Richard Pryor, fucking hilarious. I was listening to his shit. If you, if you want a taste of that... Um, this is the one that Joe Rogan talks about a lot too, but my favorite skit of his so far, or joke of his so far, is the Wino versus Dracula skit. Just the he, he characterizes the, the Wino, which is a dude who is addicted to wine and alcoholic, encountering Dracula, and it's just funny as fuck the way he does it, man. You just gotta listen to it because I'm not gonna do it justice. So Richard Pryor, Wino versus Dracula, definitely look that shit up just for a taste of it. All right. Mm. You know, stoners for being some pretty cool people, or at least that I've met for the most part, pretty pretty chill people. We're into the dumbest shit. Uh, I mean, the the sport that's a, associated with stoners, disc golf, that's pretty dinky, right? The first time I saw that as a kid, I couldn't figure out what one of those chain buckets was. But uh, er, then later on, I started playing with my dad. I remember the first time I went, I was so pissed off because I couldn't throw for shit. I went with my dad. It was his first time, too. We went with him and two buddies that I never saw again after that day. And they were all throwing all the way across the field, right? They were making it near the basket. Here I was throwing like 10, 15 feet. I just felt so inadequate. But that was because I was comparing myself to grown-ups. But I didn't get that at the time. He tried to explain it to me. Made, it made me feel a little bit better. But when the the thing to say here is um, this golf is dinky. Stoners are into stupid shit. But while we're at it, hey, don't compare yourself to others. And that's a, There's a lesson in there right there. But um, also, Marble Olympics. I don't know if you've seen that shit. That's on YouTube. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of cool. This dude will have, like, different tests. Like, he'll just set marbles at the top of the track and obviously, you know, see which one hits the bottom first. But also, they'll... Sh- There'll be shit where uh, he drops marbles against an obstacle and they have to, like, push it. Whichever one pushes it first, it's all small-ass shit. But when I was smoking and and looking for stuff to to watch, especially when I first started, this was the most entertaining stuff out there, man. Also, um, custom Hot Wheels. I remember I used to go to one of of these uh, plugs house, and one time I went with my dad. And he was a pretty cool dude. They've been friends for a minute. And we sat down, we were talking about stuff, and then he, he goes to the showcase, and it's just all these custom Hot Wheels and stuff that he's showing us. And he's pulling out boxes and stuff. He's got, like, TMNT Hot Wheels. He's got, like, a, a big Coca-Cola hot rod or whatever, shit like that, cool shit. And then he's got custom shit that this one dude made. He showed me this Instagram page, which, if you want to look it up, I'll go ahead and look it up for you right now. Go ahead and spread the wealth, spread the word. It is Big Block. I just got to look up the numbers. Big Block 76. It's all these cool-ass custom Hot Wheels that, um, like, this one is... Let me look Let me look for one that's kind of cool, and I'll describe it. Uh, one that's especially badass, or one that I recognize, at least. It's just a bunch of hot rods right now. I don't see too much brand stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's all pretty damn cool. And it, So if you want to look that up, Big Block 76. But, like, 
that's not the thing that you really expect a stoner to be into or like a plug or anything like that. Like you sit down and start talking, I think it's going to be like old w- gang stories or whatever. Like, man, one time we were smoking so much shit and we got into this, bro, and we were running from... Nah, it's not that. He was like, hey, man, look at these cool-ass Hot Wheels. Look at these cars I got, which is fucking dope as shit. I'm not downplaying it or, like, talking down on it at all, but it's just unexpected. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> uh, I need a drink of water. Man, you know, it was really holding me down earlier in that fucking gym being black, but... If you need something big and heavy to hold you down, there's always an anchor. Yep. Came up with that on the spot. Hey, I'm glad I'm remembering to put them in. I, I hated when I had to, like, record and insert that shit in lazily, lazily as fuck. But it was more that I was forgetful, not that I was being lazy. Whatever. Um, Today was supposed to be, well, sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for Attack on Titan, all right? Today was supposed to be the last episode. Turns out it's not. There's going to be another fucking part of the series, which is cool, all fine and dandy, but I wish I had known that going into this episode because I had framed this as the climax episode. Holy shit, I don't know what's about to happen next. But when in in reality, it was just more of explaining what happened in a certain part of the story, which there's no problem with that. It was a funny episode. There was a lot of cool stuff. They're definitely getting good at putting in little details and, and, and making, like, small jokes and shit amongst amongst all the other stuff. Almost like a sitcom, r- really. It's pretty good, but but being framed as, like, the end-all, be-all episode, that was just... Um, it, it couldn't live up to the hype, obviously, but I'm also relieved that there's still more because I had just now caught up to Attack on Titan. This was 97 that came out. I caught up to 96 last week. There wasn't a new episode last week. I caught up last week. So it was it was a really frustrating feeling having just now caught up and oops, we're ending it. It's over. So I'm glad about that at least, but um I really like how they presented the whole storyline. I'm not going to say anything about the storyline cuz th- unraveling that for yourself is a, an experience that What the fuck am I saying? You should experience it for yourself firsthand if you're going to watch the show. So I'm not going to say anything about the storyline, but I do like the way they presented it. Uh, Bits and chunks, and then you see this part, and then you see this part before, so that's why this happened in that way. It's really cool. That's all I'm going to say. Attack on Titan's pretty dope. Also watched the new Boruto episode. Not as dope. They're they're in the middle of some filler shit right now, man. I want to get some action going, but it can't always be like that. There's got to be highs and lows. If it was all highs all the time, I'd get bored probably because then nothing would have significance, you know? Jay Shetty. I was listening to his podcast this week on purpose with Jay Shetty. Just digging through old episodes. At this point, I've found that it doesn't super have to be relatable to me for me to um, learn something from it when I listen to him. Uh, And I really just like hearing him talk. He's a calming dude. He's... he's, um, I was going to say he's relatable, but that's not the word I was looking for. He's um, very down-to-earth and very um, humble and very willing to help. There was a, an, well, I want to say an episode he posted. He posted uh, him talking at a seminar as one of his, his episodes. And um, just the way he approached everyone asking questions and everything, he was very respectful and um, very nice and everything, just as you'd expect him to be. But it's kind of cool to uh, hear him in a real life thing as well as how he is when he just sits down and records himself. But 
it was really cool that episode was I don't remember which one it was but the one that I'm uh that really stuck out to me this week I listened was about uh, why it's six I think it was six reasons why it's never too late to quit and start over something along those lines and the the big point like he had a lot six <laughs> I just I just said he had six points in there but the big reference that he uh, brought up that stuck out to me was all right are you ready Stan Lee started Marvel Comics at 39. Isn't that a fucking mind blower? Like when he heard that, I had to rewind it and hear him say it again. No, no fucking joke. Like that is a fucking. I, when I think of a comic book, I think of a young ass kid. So I figured, you know, he started that out of high school or some shit. But 39, man, it took him like half his life, and then and then he got that. Not not saying that's a bad thing, but like Marvel is huge now. Like Marvel is everywhere. What what movie are people talking about all the time? Fucking Spider Man, No Way Home. What 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 superheroes are people talking about all the time? It's either DC or Marvel. Marvel's one of those two. That's fucking big, and he did that at 39. He was middle aged. When he dropped that shit. That's crazy. So thinking that, you know, I'm stuck here doing whatever. And that, no, what the hell? I could drop a big ass thing at fucking 25 or 30. Who knows the fact that Stanley did that at 39. That's insane. That's, that. in my mind, that just means so much as the, to the possibilities and whatnot. And he said that pretty early on in the podcast. And you know, he made a lot of good points after that, but that was still the thing that just shone through in my head over everything else. So I thought I would share that. Also, maybe that convinces you to listen to Jay Shetty a little bit. He's a cool guy. I really like him, hearing him talk about different stuff. Um, he relates his monk training to a lot of stuff, which is cool, because he also started that um, that podcast saying that uh, what applicable skills, hold on. What applicable skills are there from being a monk for five years? He had to figure that out when he was going back into jobs and everything and really sit down and think about it. And he, he explains that shit about how all the mind states, um, learning to teach stuff, learning to see things in a different way, all of that. He breaks it down. I'm not going to do a shitty job for him when he does a good job himself. So go check that out. And then also, I watched the after party this week with Shay. That's about the only good thing that I've seen that Apple TV has on it. I haven't looked very hard, but it's, it's pretty good. It's a it's a pretty good take on uh, like the murder mystery genre. Every episode is a different character given their side of the story. And in true fashion, it's presented as they see it. So everything is twisted a little bit, hyperbolized, a little bit uh, exaggerated. But it's all very funny and very well written. Uh, there's one character that reminds me a lot of an old friend I used to have, and it's kind of a trip. Um, just the exact same personality, exact same characteristics, like kind of bubbly demeanor. Really made me miss the dude, honestly. Like, that was a friendship that I fucked up, if I'm being completely and uh, 100% candid with you. But looking back, I do not really blame myself because... You don't really, you don't know how to deal with shit until you experience it for the first time, right? Um, this was a dude I met in band. He was pretty cool. We actually met in the uh, uh, the restroom. <laughs> it was summer band. We were all changing, man. It fucking stunk in there. It was a mixture of B.O. and shit smell and Axe body spray. That's not a great combination because none of it covers up anything. It just all wafts together into this big funk. 
and it was horrible, but we were all stuck in there changing. And um, I don't remember how the conversation started. I was just like, hey, what's up? You know, he was um, he was a junior. I was a freshman, but he was pretty damn cool. And we hung out a lot from there. And we were pretty fast friends. He, he was introducing me to a lot of people. And, you know, coming in as a freshman, I was grateful to have a friend in general, especially someone as nice as him. Like, um, it was really cool. And we got along, and I met all his brothers and his sister and shit. And they were all really nice. And we were friends for a minute. And, damn, I've never told anybody about this before. Now I'm going to leave names out because this is my bit or I, this is partly my business, of course. And if this person doesn't want that anywhere or out or whatever, then it is not my business to drag them along through this. But it's my story to share and I've learned shit from it. And I feel like you might be able to learn shit from it, too. So I'm going to say it. Friend, if you end up upon this, um, no hard feelings, obviously. I'm sure we've talked since this, but um, I'd like to apologize. And <clears throat> I wish you the best, of course. Because, you know, if there's one thing I've realized, it's if you talk about people on the podcast, they show up. <laughs> they text you. They They make themselves known, so... Um, we had been friends for a fat minute, right? Sorry. That also gave me the second I needed to kind of recollect and tell this in the way I need to for it to make sense. <sighs> we had been friends for a while. And this dude was, uh, he had a girlfriend. And they had been together for a minute. And we are all we were all pretty good friends. Like, I hung out with him a lot. So, it you know, it was helpful to be friends with his girlfriend. Um stay the night at his place, everything, you know, we're pretty close, I would have considered him a best friend, for sure, talked about a lot and everything, and one day, this was fucking super crazy, one day, I showed up at school, and he was like, man, my girlfriend broke up with me today, he's like, god damn, dude, are you okay, you know, went through all that shit, and then I don't remember if I talked to her or if I talked to someone else, but I came to realize, I came to find out the reason that she broke up with him, in her words, was because he looked at me like she wanted him to look at her. Some shit like that. Crazy shit, right? In my mind, at least. Especially at this time. This was, I know everything's super progressive now, but this was like 2016 at like the start of that shit, so... Take it back for a second. Crazy stuff, right? So I was flabbergasted. I thought this bitch was crazy, losing her shit, ridiculous. Me and him just kind of laughed it off, I, I, or I did at least. I remember laughing that shit off, and I'm pretty sure he did too. Just kind of laughed it off, like, wow, that's fucking weird. But they were still friends after that or whatever. And me and him were still friends after that. We were just like, wow, that bitch is crazy. Okay, whatever. And still went on like normal. <clears throat> And we had been hanging out and stuff and hanging out and just doing our own thing. And then one one weekend we were hanging out and he was just acting different. He was being kind of mean towards me. And I didn't feel like I had done anything to warrant that. I'm an asshole. I'll admit to that right now. I do things that I should be fucking shunned for, I'm sure. But at this time, I didn't feel that way. So I was like, yo, what's up? What's the deal? And he didn't really want to talk to me. He didn't want to say what it was or whatever. 
And so, you know, I didn't see him for a couple of days. And then I went over to his house to hang out, spend the night or whatever. I, no, I don't think I was spending, I don't think I was spending the night. I was just hanging out. And he told me, hey, man, you know, sorry I've been being kind of a dick recently. I just realized that, uh, see, I can't even remember what words he used. Basically, he just said that he had feeling for me and he was trying to be mean to me to cancel that shit out, which I completely get. I've done that before. That's a strategy that does work uh, for the record, but he dropped that situation on me. I don't remember if I was a freshman or a sophomore at this point, but, you know, we'd been hanging out for a minute and wrongfully or rightfully so. I don't know if this, this is just how I reacted. That just kind of, at that moment, that just kind of changed everything in my head, which it really shouldn't have. Looking back now, that wasn't how I should have responded to that, but it was just like, man, this whole time, has he been like thinking of me that way instead of a friend? That kind of just made everything feel kind of weird. And even though he had been like a super nice guy, we'd had a lot of fun times and everything, that just made every, I, I I needed to process that, especially that's not even taking in like the gay part of it, which I don't have anything against that. But like from 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 your best friend, that shit is unexpected and impossible to deal with. It's it's possible to know what to do, especially your first time encountering this situation. So he told me that and I I kind of I. I'm pretty sure I just played it off like, oh, you know, I don't, you know, obviously I don't feel that same way. He was bi. I'm straight. I still am straight. He, I was like, yeah, I don't feel that way. He's like, yeah, I, I know. I just, just trying to deal with this. So I was like, okay, you know, it is cool or whatever. It's no big deal. And then after that, I dealt with it. The only real way that I knew how to deal with shit back then, which was to isolate myself and just kind of push myself away and just take time. And that was the wrong thing to do. I mean, it was the right thing to do for me. It was the wrong thing to do for that friendship because uh, after that, shit was never really the same again. I tried reaching back out and apologizing for just kind of like leaving him in the dark and shit because I realized that's fucked up. He did the right thing looking back. He did the right thing by telling me and letting me know what was going on, but... Um, I just didn't know how to handle it. And I remember a, a, a while later, not too long, but a little bit after that, one of his friends that was, you know, more friends with him than me, but kind of mutual friends came up, was like, man, why would you, why did you do that to him? Like, you're an asshole. Why did you just like ghost him like that or, or dip out? Like, and I said, man, what, what, how am I supposed to know what to do? You know, I've never been through that. Um, just basically like why am i the asshole here like if anything i got some big shit sprung on me right man i need water <sighs> man whew. but yeah that was a that dude reminds me of him a lot so the whole time i'm watching that show i'm just thinking about all this and so that's why i'm saying it right now um yeah, it's it really sucks how I handled that looking back. 
but I I don't really blame myself for it anymore because how how was I supposed to know how to handle it? And since then I've reached out and said a couple times that you know I'm I'm sorry for that. I don't know. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know that I've apologized for that specifically. I'm pretty sure I have because we've hung out in person since then. Um, not any time recently, but I'm pretty sure I apologize for it. All you can do is learn from shit, man. All you can do is go through shit and learn from shit and pass it on. So that's what I'm doing right now. I've learned from it. I've gone through it. This is me passing it on. And again, I don't hold any, I don't hold any ill feelings, any grudges. I hope he doesn't hold any ill feelings towards me. That would suck because if I'm being honest, he was a pretty big part of my life in high school, at least of, um, helping me open up and shit (laughs) that's a funny term to use after that story and it (laughs) helped me open up and shit and find most of of my friends that I knew and um just being more social and shit and I uh I just would I yeah it would have been nice if I could have handled that differently but it's it is okay that I didn't and yeah that's life but yeah the after party (laughs) pretty good pretty good uh, I didn't listen to anything worth talking about this week. I don't think. Let me let me see if I got a song of the week screenshotted in this mug. Hmm. Oh, missing you, all time low. That that wasn't supposed to be a song of the week, but that's a good ass song. You'll be missing out, and we'll be missing you. That's that's a pretty good song. A throwback. I said I was in an ATL mood on Twitter, and some uh, Sadiq thought I met Atlanta. I saw that coming a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Speaking of Atlanta, I need to watch the latest episode and catch up on that. And then while I've got you here talking about Twitter, um, Freddie Gibbs dropped a single, which was really good. It's called Ice Cream. It's uh, The beat was kind of like a reimagination of Ice Cream by Raekwon and Ghostface Killa, which is a classic in itself. But Kenny Beats produced this Freddie Gibbs track. And I just really love the way that he kind of minimized the old beat and put it in the back and then had all this other stuff going on on top of it. And so I tweeted out, damn, Kenny Beats went the fuck off on that new Freddie Gibbs track. Fire emoji. Guess what? Kenny Beats liked that shit. That felt pretty damn cool. So, uh, yeah, that's the uh, those are the highlights of my week. And um, I hope you have a great week, too. Don't get uh, bitch slapped like Chris Rock. <laughs> Me and my dad argued about that. He's in, in the kitchen right here. He thought that was stage. We went back and forth for a second. It's okay to have differing opinions. Plus, uh, that's just entertainment shit in the background. Er, in the fuck, not in the background. Whatever. That's just entertainment shit, anyways. It doesn't matter either way. That's that's at the, at the end of the day. I think people stress about that too much, anyways. Like, who's pregnant? Who's dating? Who? Like, what the fuck does that matter? Don't go back to your job. <laughs> Get some shit done. Figure out your own life before you start stressing over other people's. That's a big one. <sighs> All right. Y'all take it easy. You know what it is. Hope you learned something here today. Hope you were entertained at least a little bit. Have a great week. I'll see you next Sunday if I'm still here. And uh, that's it. Take it easy. <laughs>